Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Um, hi everyone and welcome to Lady Journey. Welcome, welcome. La- welcome. Ugh, burp ups. That's a pregnancy symptom, which we'll be finding out later in the episode. Or I love that it's you just kind of licensed to be a slob. It's like, is that pregnancy? Like, no, that's just Sarah. <laughs> me. That did happen once. One time I was with some lady friends. It was a sketch group. That's not the name of a group. <laughs> <laughs> lady friends. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about like things that like, the experience of the woman where one is one of us was like yeah i hate when guys tell us when we need to smile yeah like you need to smile more or whatever and there were some other issues and then this one girl's like yeah and i hate it when don't you hate when guys tell you to pick up your feet when you're walking and we were all like (laughs) caroline that's you (laughs) (laughs) just shuffling through a manhattan street (laughs) i hate it when guys tell me to stop peeing outside (laughs) it's like oh you think that's part of the misogyny you're like but no that's just you she also had another one that made me laugh so hard when we're talking about like what are things that we are you're like self-conscious about and Mm -hmm. most of us like wait i have extra hair or something like this i wish i was like that and she was like my chapped lips (laughs) (laughs) get a scrub bitch God, that's hilarious. Oh, I love hanging out with friends. I will say I had a guy stop and tell me to smile once and I went off on him. He was young, really young. And I was like, you don't say that. That's so rude. You know, like, who do you think you are? And But I didn't realize he thought he was hitting on me by saying that. Yeah. He thought he was being like, he had heard it somewhere. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, well, good. There you go. <laughs> now you smile, sir. And get on your merry way. Um, I think sometimes I thought with the smiling, there might be a disconnect by both parties involved. Yeah. A guy, a guy, is, a guy is flirting with you and then we're taking it as a sign of violence. <laughs> How but, dare you? But also, you don't need to be flirting with me. No. And do, do you, I think some guys also get called out for not smiling. Yeah. Men have a resting but, bitch face, too. It is, it is weird because I get it a lot and I get it a lot in Joe's family and sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, what's well, not like you guys are a bowl of cherries either. Sometimes I've been at like other family functions and I, I afterwards I feel my face hurting <laughs> from the muscle strain of being like, uh-huh, this is great. Am I, I smiling now? Yes, I've had that with... Um, I say, I just tweeted this recently. I'm like, I can't wait to go home just to rest my fucking face. Seriously. It's like, take the bra off my face. Why don't yes. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Well, stone I want dedication. Stone dedication. I want to welcome all of the amazing new Patreon members that we've had. And I want to say, first of all, thanks to every listener. Please like and subscribe. Give us a review on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube and to our Instagram, although we all are we are also on all platforms. Yes. Today's stone dedication, this is a special one. This goes out to Julie, who I know who you are because this is my friend. Julie, thank you so much for joining Lady Journey. I knew it was only a matter of time before you made your way to the Patreon because you are truly a lady and you're truly on a journey. Your stone is Green Appetite. How cool is this? Oh my goodness. It's kind of small. It's kind of rough. But Green Appetite, I love this one. It gives you a joyful permission to pursue our passions without guilt or shame. <gasps> 
So yeah, whatever you have not been able to make time for, for yourself, now is the time. We give you permission. Yeah, I'm trying Enjoy to think what's something, a creation that people would be embarrassed about. I feel like just taking time for yourself and then you, when you're in like workaholic culture, you're like, oh no, like I want to go to the spa, but I shouldn't. Or like, yeah. I want to get more into like cooking, but I, but I don't have the time or whatever. Okay. That kind of thing. That makes sense. Um, or, you know, something bad. Like, <laughs> I want to I want to get more into porn. <laughs> but I'm being shamed by my family. <laughs> um, and this one, this next one is for Victoria. This is pink tourmaline. It's kind of cool. It's, it's rough also, but that one's like rounded. These are, again, our stones from the wonderful and fabulous Jacob E. Downey. You can check out his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jacob E. Downey. And Victoria, the pink tourmaline is effective in treating stress and anxiety, and it gives you a sympathy towards others, which is definitely easier to have when you're not feeling stressed out. Exactly. Having sympathy for others is actually pretty hard. It actually is, especially when they're coming at you. <laughs> when they're coming at you and then there's always a friend like he, until you've walked a mile in your shoes. It's like, well, someone yelled at me at Kmart. Yeah. Okay. Have you and cried in public yeah. because somebody was mean to you? Yeah. yeah. And I have. Yeah. And I will again. <laughs> well, those are our stone dedications. Thank you again so much for um joining the journey on Patreon. Yeah. And remember, we've got 5 and 10 dollar platforms and those can be available to you. Lady Journey away. Lady Journey. <laughs> Actually, we didn't need to do a sign out, but no. that's fine. <laughs> I think I like that as a new sign out. Lady Journey away. <laughs> Lady Hi, Journey. We're here. I like to start out on a little flat, a little flat <laughs> rendition of our um, theme song. Yeah. We don't. Oh, we do have one. We I do always have forget a, that we do. Well, so I when, like our theme song. I've always liked it. our theme song. I ran into Tommy. That is the man who wrote our song. Tommy. Super funny. McNamara. McNamara. We ran into him at Anthony and Julia's wedding, which, as you know, we've been talking about it for months. The wedding yes. of the summer. Kicked off the summer. And um, I I said, we ha- all three of us need to get a photo together. And then we, and then I just never saw him again at the wedding. But, yeah. you know, a lady journey photo. Yeah, and it'll probably be a... It's weird that you know these people and I consider them my friends. And I haven't I, seen I, them in I, eight I, years. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was so hard when you're like planning a wedding. You're like, yeah. I have, but I haven't seen them in eight yeah. years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like that with Allison Levy. I'm like, oh, we are always trying to make plans, but she's a Brooklyn gal. Yes. She write like is a writer for a TV show. So there were times that she was so busy. And I'm like this. I love our friendship. I, but it's not happening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> same. Same. I love her. I'm like, I love you from Instagram. Yeah. She, she posts really fun stuff. She's always going out to like a steakhouse. I know. Posting a, a dirty martini. I'm like, I love it. She's a food girl. Like I was just there. She's a girl dinner. She's a girl dinner. Which is one of our topics. One of our topics today. It's, it hit TikTok as if it was new. The thing that's really weird about it is like we've all been doing it, but nobody, it's only recently that somebody coined yes. it. And then we're all like, that is what we do. It's Yes, it is a unique thing. And I love I love that there's now a, like a discourse surrounding girl dinner. Some people are um, just rejecting the concept saying, let's just charcuterie. That's just whatever. But it's like, no. It's a little uh, different. Women... And girls, ladies, let's call us, ladies, 
do like to have a little nibble and I've been doing I, I like sharing appetizers that. I almost like appetizers more than the main course yes. actually I like it always that way I'd love to go I to, like a little bit of everything oh just go to Trader Joe's get all the little apps and just eat that yes for your whole dinner and I think it is different because you know it's like like I was saying like Mike you know my sweet boyfriend he definitely needs a full-on meal yes. with like veggies protein and a and a starch yes and I, when I'm not with him, it's like perfect to just have like, I love to have like, one of my favorite girl dinners is green apples, um, new, like England coastal cheddar yeah, and a little turkey. And then like also, and then also like some hummus and some pita like on the yeah. side. It's, I love a, a huge variety. There's something about that. Or kind of like cleaning out your fridge. Yes. A fridge like, clean let out. Let me eat some olives. I've got some old olives back there. Oh I've got my gosh. some pickles. And then you turn it into... A nub of cheese. A, oh, a nub of cheese. Slice yes. it up. Um, I can toast some bread. I think I can make oh. a bruschetta out of something here. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Um, Yeah. There's been some discord where people are like, it's in, calling it like disordered eating. I'm like, it's not... You can, I know what you mean and I know how it can go it can anything can turn dark. Yes. And I'm sure there are people, people that are there that are misusing the girl dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think I do like the idea of being like girl dinner and you have like two carrots. It's like that's not a girl dinner. It's yeah. That's a girl snack. It is. Yeah, you need I cuz I eat until I'm disgustingly full. Uh, yes, I do too. And I think I think girl dinner can also be anything. It doesn't necessarily need to be like a snack board, for example. I like a dip. I have a dip. Like one uh, one girl dinner that I like, I like to eat a full watermelon for dinner. I like to just go, I get a gigantic watermelon, I carry it back, I cut it up and then I just eat it the entire night. Yeah. And it is like especially if you're like around certain time of the month where you're like having a little PMS, you're feeling a little dehydrated, it's the most exquisite girl dinner. Yes, it's refreshing. Well, because I had kind of the same situation where you're like, I don't feel like cooking. It's hot. It's around eight o'clock at night, which is kind of can be a little late to eat because you're pushing yeah. nine. Yeah. Um. So I just got cherries. They're in season and some plums, and Ooh. then whatever. I try to find a little bit of carb to put in there or something that wasn't yeah. just fruit sugar. I love having a fruit dinner. Yeah. Fruit fruit in the summer, it's just the best. It is really good. I like also like little salads. Like, it, you know how you can just go to the grocery store and get like a corn salad, a potato salad? Yeah. Eating like a ray of that. And did you see that? Um, I love this too. Although I love fried chicken so much, I probably wouldn't do this. But Popeye's does have a girl dinner on the menu where it's like three sides, fries, and then like two biscuits. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that uh, incredible? Well, sometimes when I order a salad, I also want fries, but I don't want the whole basket. And I think Gondelman... I remember him, Josh Gondelman, tweeting about, like, why can't they just have an order of three fries on the side of your salad? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I like that. I don't that. like the commitment. It's something to me about the thing about girl dinner that and I just am negating what I said about eating an, an entire watermelon, but it truly is my favorite food. But like having a lot of options for me is somehow the best. Like that's why I love a buffet. I love to go to a buffet and just have like a tiny snippet of every single food that they have there and just enjoy myself. Well, it, that is my favorite. Like even during Super Bowl, which I wouldn't say it's high cuisine, yeah. but some houses you go to, like we went to 
an impractical joker's house. As an, a celebrity who will remain unnamed, but it was absolutely a celebrity party that we were at. <laughs> they, and they made a, an amazing like Italian spread. Oh, oh my God, that was a great spread. And you know what else they did do? They had, they served cinnamon rolls for dessert. They were fresh cinnamon rolls. Oh my, cinnamon rolls should be a dessert. But it's because never. Because you never get to eat them because who can eat that? At the crack of dawn. <laughs> Reminds me of Neighbor Yahtzee's joke where he loves pancakes, but they make him so tired, but he never blames them. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. after he's eaten pancakes and it's midday and he's like, God, why am I so tired? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, maybe the three stacks of, like, cake mix that you <laughs> ate. Uh, I feel the same. I love yeah. pancakes. I've had yeah. like a girl dinner gone bad, like a Super Bowl girl dinner where I ate so much weird random stuff that I ended yes. up throwing up. Oh my God. <laughs> girl dinner gone bad. It's true. It was too much. It's true. It's true. And I was I was kind of doing a thing where I was really trying to focus on eating clean during the week and then I was snacking, kind of going yeah. off the rails on the weekend, which I don't recommend because I think it does lead to like restricting and then binging in a way you know but it like mixing too many different types of food I'd be having like nacho cheese chocolate you know eating like I'm at a, a fair yes. like I'm at a county <laughs> fair an elephant ear you know or like and it reminds me of like a Meredith Baxter Bernie after school like lifetime movie yes. of eat, bulimic eating where she would just clear the whole after a party yeah. just yeah. go ape shit in the kitchen you're like I did that but not intentionally make, making myself throw up yeah yeah, yeah I, just, I just did it yeah and then I never throw up unless there's alcohol involved so then I would just sit uncomfortably for the entire night <laughs> like at a side yeah like, ha- like having gas like slowly <laughs> moving to one butt cheek to not alert the other people in the room that I'm like well that's the problem with girl dinner sometimes like I too much variety it's too much variety and I kind of think I overeat because it's basically grazing is what you're doing I, and I, I know I love overeating I love the feeling of just being stuffed yes it's such it's some kind of you know they say like with emotional eating it's like the feeling of it's a familiar feeling and I know like I'm full I'm okay it's like, comforting yeah, yeah even though even though ultimately it's painful it's but we go towards hours. what we know yeah <laughs> I've had gas pain so bad that it's hurt my back. I've had the gas pain underneath my shoulder blade where you're like, uh, why? I know there's a few times where like Joe's farted and I'm like, does your back feel better? <laughs> it goes there. But now I love the backlash too against girl dinner where it was saying that like it should not be gendered. And I say like, I say that a girl, anyone can be a girl. So, you know, that's actually on you. Yeah, um, because there, somebody had mentioned there is boy dinner and recalling my dad what he would make when my mom was out of town. It would be, you know, like he would reheat hot dogs in the... That's a boy dinner. That's, yeah. yeah. And and it's okay where uh, anyone could be a boy. Yeah. You could be a boy, you could be a girl. Yes. I love that this, this podcast has unintentionally sparked a gender fluidity discourse. <laughs> I didn't think we would end up political, but it's like when we talked with Katie, it just ends up. It just goes there. It just it goes, goes there. there. But yeah, I had seen some people calling the girl dinner like a stepdad or like or like a oh si- divorced dad dinner. Yeah. But I I beg to differ. I think it's a little elevated. I think it's a bit. There's a bit of elevation there. It's, yeah. No one with kids is able to make this dinner because you're tired. Well, I would consider like girl dinner is Kalamato olives. 
boy guy dinner, stepdad dinner is the olives that come in the can that you put Pimentos, on pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the black olives. Yeah, yeah the that have no flavor. <laughs> You're like, it's not the oh. same. Now, um, are you girl dinnering a lot right now in your as as you're preparing for the baby to come? What did I I ha- I did last week. I do a lot of girl dinner when Joe's out of town. Same, Even though same. we never eat the same. Yeah. I'm never cooking a meal and then we're sitting down and eating the meal. That's what I do that for my, I feel like Mike is my pet in a way where I'm like, I need to feed him. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. He's my. Um, he rarely eats stuff. He just rather have takeout. Um, but I'll do, you know, like last week was Ritz crackers, uh, a green apple and then cheddar cheese. I and that was my, apple and cheddar. Ugh, I know just so cheese and tight. cheddar. I'll eat that on a regular basis. I really am excited to go eat brie when I after I have the baby. Can you not eat it? I've heard soft cheeses, so I just stick okay. a, stay away. I yeah. actually think it's fine. Now, have you seen these? I really love these videos of the woman has just given birth and the husband's sweeping into the delivery room with a giant platter of sushi and she's just going to town. Oh, I've seen that or like getting, I kind of want a burger meal, even Ooh. though I could just eat that now. Yeah. I like sushi, but I don't crave it like some people do. I I can I go enjoy same. it. I feel the same. I had I did have a really some really good sushi recently, and I I always really enjoy it. But I'm never like, oh, I need sushi. Like I, I feel There's that way more that about are, like yeah. Chinese food, where I need like um some days I'm just like if I don't get tofu and veggies in that sauce, I want the dumplings. <sighs> I'm really into the crab ragoon. Mm. And oh now God, that crispy. I have an air fryer, I know how to like reheat oh. them without getting them soggy. Oh, I love Chinese food. Um, yeah. So, I yeah, I was doing a little bit of girl dinner while Joe is gone because then you can eat it in front of the TV. Yes, that's what I eating dinner in front of the TV is such a wicked pleasure. It is, and I don't want to do it when we have our baby. Really, I actually because I just think it's more fun to engage with your. I agree, kid. I and agree. There's yeah. something sad about like. Everybody All lining up in eating on a yeah. yes. Yeah. I had friends that didn't eat dinner with their family, and it wasn't part of their family culture. And I have to say, you can notice a difference. Yeah, I I had dinner with my family growing up as a kid, and I do think it's like it's nice. It's a nice time to be like a check this in. Is, yeah, we don't need to be on our screens. We don't need to look at TV right now. I think it's a good. It's good to have foundational pillars of things that you want to do. Yes. And I think growing up, what we didn't realize that my parents were really into girl dinner. My dad, there'd be occasional lunches and dinner where we would just get like lunch meats, some rolls. My mom would cut up various vegetables, uh, canned fish. My dad was really into eating like sardines on toast. Oh, yummy. Um, Which I think that's a very girl dinner. Yeah. Yeah. With some Dijon. I know. I tried to get into the tin fish craze. Mm -hmm. I've stayed off during this pregnancy, but like I really did want to try the whole caviar on sour cream on top of a Dorito. Yeah, I did too. Um, and I, I, tr- I've, I like salmon and you can get tuna in fancy jars with olive oh, yes. oil and capers. And that's really tasty to eat by itself Ooh. or I'll eat it with a Caesar salad. But like, I've kind of stayed away from all of that stuff. I tried the smoked mussels and I was like, it was too gross, but I may have gotten yeah. a very cheap version. I was wanting to eat caviar at Whole Foods, but I kept getting sticker shock every time I would <laughs> like approach it. I was like, 
I might as well just get the actual fish. Yeah, I was like, I have to contribute to a retirement fund before I I buy these. I can't do this. You know who I'm now thinking is a great place to shop for girl dinner is World Market. Oh, oh, yes. They have a lot of little pieces to eat from. And I feel like Trader Joe's, too, actually, because Trader Joe's has, they have so many different things that are individually packaged. Like, they have, at Trader Joe's, they have a, um, like, the Spanish cheeses tapas platter where it's like the cheeses are already cut you just buy it and then you could put it with like your sliced fruit yes your olives oh my god I'm starving I know Girl I dinner. <laughs> so so you're in third trimester now when yeah did, when did you officially cross over into the third trimester someday oh my gosh and I have to tell you I feel like I noticed a difference or unless it's psychological yeah yeah you're like yes I am tired yeah um like I've had I've been like, I feel like I can do a lot during the day. And then after we do the one main thing, I'm like, I actually have to cancel for the rest really? of the evening. Yeah. Um, Heartburn is really bad. Wow. I did not know that. There's so many symptoms. It is. It's like, I consider it uh, ISIS. You know how ISIS would take credit for a lot of terrorist attacks? They're like, <laughs> yes, that is us. <laughs> yeah. I feel like pregnancy symptoms are like that like here's one that's really weird i have horrific joint pain in the morning and weirdly in these knuckles and i read that is part of pregnancy how bizarre skin tags and then my doctor said they will fall off what that's Um, your body creating another he thinks that's a baby too (laughs) it's just making stuff all over the place which is so gross to admit i fucking hate skin tags hate them Um, i i don't have any but i have a mole that's getting bigger and bigger and i'm always like by the time i'm 90 it's gonna be like this big i know i've gotten one frozen off at an esthetician office rather than a dermatologist so it worked for several years and now it's kind of coming back that I think I'm just after the pregnancy, I'm going to do a full body scan and get all of those moles yeah. taken. Not that I have. That's great. <laughs> I've, oh, I've it a... sounds so great. It's like admitting, it's like talking about herpes. I feel like people get really weirded yeah. out, but I'm like, guys, most white people have moles. People have moles. People are watching this like, you have cancer. Go yeah. to the doctor now. <laughs> but that's the other thing. Like, I don't want to deal with a cancer scare. So no, I'd rather no. just get them. It is good to just go get them checked. T- taken off. Um, heartburn's really bad. It hurt for sleeping. What's the other one? Um, you get light groin pains. I was talking to Rosebud, like... She's having to do like tux cooling pads. Really? Where I was like, oh, I thought that was all after the pregnancy, wow. like after the postpartum after the birth because you tear your perineum. <laughs> I don't know what to expect from that. But like every time I go to the doctor, they're like, yeah, that's that plays a part. I'm out of breath. I noticed you've been getting winded. You're like, you're like, and I'm winded. <laughs> I had to run, lightly run, go upstairs, like do a faster pace to catch the train. And it took me like three stops where I felt like my heart was about to explode out of my <laughs> chest. And then you can't sleep properly. So I'm just having to nap during the day mm-hmm. whenever I have like an hour or so to take. Um, so I'm just like second trimester was where you're like, this is great. And then third trimester, you're like, this is kind of like first trimester, but it's definitely better than having 24 hour nausea. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you can see like the light at the end of the tunnel. Which, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but so but can he. I feel like, um, I was like, can we just take him out now? Right? He's small. 
He's small, but he's manageable. We'll just put him in a pod. Yeah, it would be fine. Then you'll get a break. Yeah. Get a break for like a month and then you'll be like, okay. And then come back to him. It's just, yeah. We're, and then it's get, you know, it's like hot. And then I feel like nothing this feels is, comfortable on me. This is a. I'm just a lightly tough, irritated. I feel like August is the toughest month for the state of pregnancy that you're in because it, it's just so humid and hot outside and it's gross. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that the, maybe the best time in New York City to get pregnant is September yeah. till about May. Yeah, then have a spring baby. Yeah, have a spring baby. But I am like, I'm having it around the time where I can just take off for the holidays. Yeah, that's actually going to be great. Your timing is good. Because yeah. Everything slows down. And I hope the down. strike lasts too. Oh, keep it going. <laughs> keep it it's going. even playing field right now. I love, no, all we the support writers, the unions. We support the unions. We do. And that's why we're keeping the strike going. <laughs> we will not be breaking it. All the writers are taking all the stage time. Yes, they are. They're all I'm out there. livid. <laughs> yeah, I'm resting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to like figure out how to maneuver. And then now like I think things are getting tighter, close. I thought I brought right correct maternity wear, but I think I might have to do another haul. It's it's like so impossible to um estimate how big the bump is gonna get. You just don't know. Well, I think even from last week it's like uh it look feels like it's doubled from the last time i saw you well i saw you four weeks ago and yes. then now when i saw you last you had like a bump and now it's like oh it is there's a big guy in there yeah I mean, he's a big a guy big guy that was the thing i was telling joe and i were talking about like when i guess when i chose the donor i didn't really look at her, her like height and weight <laughs> dimensions i was you like have a 10 pound baby i know i was like did i just choose a viking baby <laughs> Now, um, so so when you're like preparing for the delivery and everything, like, do you have um, insights as far as like, are you going to try to do natural birth? Are you going to go for the epidural? Like, what's going on with that? Well, do you have to decide now or can you wait? I can kind of wait. They we did an ultrasound yesterday. He's breached. <gasps> His booties Which, first. His booties first. His booties here and his head's here. Oh, something like that. Um, so they're like, he can move around. We're still pretty early. So if okay. we go next time. So I just was like, yeah, if he's breached around the next two ultrasounds and fucking C-section. It's, yeah. It feels, I don't know what's right, but it feels easier to do that because it's planned. Yeah. And they pull him out. The breach feels terrifying because it's like, and then now his arm is stuck. And yeah, he comes it. out like with his arms in a, like in a V shape. You know, like yeah, that's being not good. Sucked out of a yeah, like, <laughs> like you're just pulling it. Like his legs and his arms will just be like touching. With the C-section, are you saying? No, if he was coming out naturally. Oh, my God. Like, I you just... have to push out a back? <laughs> That's not okay. Kind of like putting, when we were talking about couches, every couch that I've had to bring into New York, it's just broken <laughs> by fitting yeah. in through the door. And the pivot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I, yeah, C-section seems... C-section seems so much better to me. I mean, you have the scar and it's messed up and I'm sure it's painful. But, but they like, usually put it in the area where you actually have a natural fold anyway yeah, from no being a know. lady. Yeah, a lady fold. A lady fold. And the scar is usually like this big now. Really? When looking at Britney Spears' C-section scar when she came out yes. of the... <laughs> I love that. That's our frame of reference. I'm like, well, she looks great. 
There's yeah, they have small C-section scars. Oh my gosh, that's so great. But I was going to do vaginal and then any first signs of complication let's just go I don't need I don't need this to be magical no. I don't need it part of my personality right it's, right I'm not going to drop this story at every function I go to right yeah. right have my my natural birth yeah I've watched vi- YouTube videos of like I remember years ago watching one with just some lady out in the woods just kind of walking in shallow, clear water. And it looked pretty, but she was like crouching while trying to deliver the baby. And I'm like, I don't... That's supposed to be the more natural way to deliver, like crouching and That's how like you're to go on bathroom. your on your back, yeah, yeah, and then on your back actually like creates a lot of stress. But they just kind of force you to do that because of the hospital. I know that was the other thing. I always assumed it was on your back with your legs kind of like in stirrups, but you can do one where it's like doggy style. Oh, nice! And just shoot it out. It feels like that would be hard on the legs. <laughs> yeah, you're like my my quads are ripped from just squatting for twenty hours well that is part of the exercises i have noticed they keep saying uh when i for second and third trimester is a lot of kind of light squats okay okay um and it's good for birthing so i'm wondering if you have to sustain a you just a position of just, a light squat. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I can't. I I now that it makes now it makes more sense for me why people are on their backs because it's like you're just in labor for a long time. It's probably not the hospital forcing you. Yeah, which is the um rumor that I was spreading apparently. <laughs> but you're not. That's the other thing because I can't really sleep on my back because they said. I don't know if this is true, but this is all like you're, you know, you're always Googling and you can feel it. Like as soon as I sleep on my back, I think he, it rests on a major, major artery that it makes it feel like you're lightly getting choked. So you can feel like a lot of like blood pumping and it's just like a lightly harder to breathe. They also said it cuts off a lot of the veins that go into the placenta or the baby so you can create a stillborn oh my god i feel like that's worst case scenario if you're like a drug addict that's been in a heroin coma yeah just laying down for 20 (laughs) hours on your back because i'm like i've never if that all of these things you're like if that was the case there would be all these that's what teenage girls would do to get rid of their baby right yeah right. and that's not what's happening that's not what's happening they're, no from what i gather trying to throw themselves down the stairs and you're like you just have to lie on your back for 24 yeah, hours yeah just do yoga yeah just twist <laughs> in yoga yeah well i know it's like it's so scary when it's like this of course so many things could go wrong but then it's like well we are kind of sturdy actually as yeah as people like we're resilient. Life, yeah, life continues. Life goes on. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you keep getting told, like, diet stuff. People are like, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And then it's probably not the best thing for me to say, but I just say this, like, I, I've i known so many people that have done drinking, smoking, drugs kind of through, not so many, but enough. Yeah. And their babies turned out healthy. Mind you, later on, I would say the nurture... <laughs> Because yeah. they were fine yeah. with doing that stuff meant that they probably weren't great as right. parents right, or whatever. Right. But I'm just like, crackheads have 
babies that seem fine. They're fine. Yeah. And they go on to thrive. <laughs> well, I know it's so hilarious and wild because we're it's resilient. like, we're resilient, but there's, there's so many, there's like the whisper mill of like pregnancy rumors where it's like, you can't have fish. You can't have the soft cheese. You can't have this. You can't, you can't have that. It you almost sounds that, like you know? no food you can have. Yeah. It's like, am I allowed to eat? <laughs> but I, yeah, you know, it's so many of these things, you know, I mean, you're not drinking, so it's that's probably fine. Good. Yeah. That's so I just think um, I'm doing more than the bare minimum. Yes. By just not doing any of those things. You're doing great. Yeah. No, you guys are moving also, which I think is nuts. No, I know. That's the one thing is like, I would like to go into nesting, but I can't even go into nesting. So we got all these like baby presents are coming in and I can't do anything about it. So the apartment just looks like shit right now. Mm -hmm. And then also when we were talking with Katie, uh, Katie Nolan of just like and I and you've dealt with this it's like I want to throw there's a lot of shit that we can throw out do you think you guys are just gonna wipe the slate clean and I'm just talking about little things like tchotchkes or like you know I'm looking some some blankets and I'm like we don't have that that's got a stain I don't know how to get rid of it like looking at a at a ranger's blanket is that what that is (laughs) Mississippi blues it's a Oh, yeah. That, well, you guys have lived here for like six years, seven years, right? Yeah. And there's like other uh, just like paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just things accumulating. Like, and then for some reason, I'm going to just generalize. But every guy that I live with gets an emotional attachment to the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I'm like, if I threw this out, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. You wouldn't we, know. We have to make room for the baby. <laughs> we have a new life coming with us. Are you going to be able to do like a nursery or anything in time? I think I have a good month, but that's the other thing. Like I'm planning to do the special. It's everything is, I mean, we're like down to the wire with it this. Isn't yeah. It is so annoying that it ended up this way, but our landlord went to Greece for two weeks. So we have to wait for him or two, not two weeks, two months. So we have to wait for him to like clean it up up there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then now we have to find someone because my sister is not moving into the yeah and we only found that out through conversation <laughs> <laughs> that's fun can't wait to be your neighbor um no <laughs> sorry that's off mind-boggling um, I know it is it's like you have to move when you have a baby because you have to have you need space for the baby you need yeah. the room but it's like when are you gonna do it and then it's like of course you have to do tying up your loose ends doing your special we yeah. have, we're, we're prepping for this well fortunately the special is like I've I'm only doing it two blocks away the special is gonna be the special is <laughs> gonna be great and easy and you're gonna nail it and I'm bringing notes on stage oh of course <laughs> I'm like I've seen specials like even Ricky Gervais has like index cards. Yes. I don't really think the general public gives a shit anymore. No. The only people that care about notes are like club owners from the 80s. <laughs> They're like, it's the same people that told us that we can't wear shorts on stage. And it's like, well, I mean, I saw someone perform naked. Burke so Kreischer I think takes it's okay. a shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. It just tells stories. That yeah. You're like, we're good. This is not an. This is not a classy art form in any way. You're like the whole thing is just to be funny. So I've never understood this whole 
these arbitrary rules. Like even when you hear about Seinfeld, he's like, "You, sh- I don't have a time clock. You should know your time on stage." You're like, "Well, I haven't been doing the same act for twenty years." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely where we take down Jerry Seinfeld. But you <laughs> live coming for these you. older statements set these rules up, and then you're like, "Wait, why are we doing this?" And yeah. then the older book clubs and your our bookers, you're like, "Oh, but like." A lot nowadays you don't need these people. Yeah. Yeah. But I still do. <laughs> and thank you for listening. <laughs> so so you have a big checklist of all the stuff you have to get done and also you're getting hit with like the th- third trimester. But I always thought intensity. Everything works out. Everything works out. Absolutely. I mean yeah, it, it, it's it's going to happen, and I think like what what I always tell myself, and I do think this is true, is like in terms of time management, it's like the amount of time you have, the stuff you have to do expands to fill that time, and it's yes. like you're gonna it's a fishbowl kind of you grow to your environment. Yes, yes, absolutely, and it's like you have a lot of stuff to do, but you're going to get it all done because you're just going to. You have to. You have to. Yeah, there's no way we're they're moving in another person in our apartment. I'm like, I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, like the move-in date is set. The special set. We've set our dates now. Like everything, we're the the baby is coming out. The baby will come out. It will. I just am like, you know what? And it's like when you move, you're like, okay, so maybe some furniture won't be put together. He's yeah going to be, be sleeping next to us. I just need diapers. Yeah, you'll you'll get it. You'll get it together. I need a breast pump, and then we'll figure the rest out. Now, what are you planning in terms of like preparing for the baby? Like, like, do you have a plan? Or are you just like, I'm just gonna go with it? I think you're taking go off with work, it. kind of, you know, but it's like you can't know how you're going to feel. Well, all I want to do is watch hours of TV. Oh, you need to plan a TV backlog. Yes. And take out. I just talked to a, another female comic who just had a baby and she was telling me she watched Yellowstone and I thought that was so funny. Oh, and I was like, that sounds right up my alley of just watching yeah. some of the dumbest shit that my, people are really into. My parents like it. My parents really like Boomers that show. Love they love it. it. Well, they love like cowboy stuff. It's like, and it it's checks a melodrama. Off a lot of, yeah. Checks off a lot of boxes. I'm like, Ooh, I could get into it. I've seen a few episodes. I'm like, I think I get into this. There's some hotness to it. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. But I'll watch clips from Yellowstone and it makes me laugh so hard because it's still like, you know, some of the clips I've seen, like there's a high-end, like country western store and then the, the daughter was... Like from the rich family was burned by the some of the employees and she comes in there and she just gives them this one long monologue and I'm oh, like, I love it, I love <laughs> I love these storylines. Like thinking, can you imagine just going into your hometown's high end retail store and like, hello, ladies, <laughs> Claire's, <laughs> I got my ears pierced here. I love it. I'm really excited. I'm I'm actually kind of. Uh, I, I'm not I wouldn't say jealous in a way but like I'm kind of looking forward to this time for you where it's like you have the baby you don't know what's going on and you're just gonna chill out take care of the baby I know it's exhausting I'm sure that it's going to be a lot but like having that space and time set aside to be like two months whatever yeah. maternity leave where it's like watching Yellowstone getting through it enjoying this time waking up every few hours I also have to Say, I feel like having an extreme drinking problem for 10 years has probably made me ready for this moment of like, (laughs) it can't be any worse than the amount of like hangovers and bullshit that I dealt with and the pain I went through with that. Like, yeah. 
And I won't be drunk during this. <laughs> <laughs> and you were waking up every few hours to throw up. Yeah. So it's going to be the same. That's great. Yeah. It's like having a baby, having an infant is just like being hammered. It is. Or, yeah, just having, having like a vicious we- alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> that ruined my life. This will ruin my life and I will be used to it. And I, you get out of it. Oh, Things and you'll ch- get out of it. It's yeah. only sm- temporary. That's the other thing. I keep having like burp ups. <laughs> Sorry, mommy. In the middle of conversation. I also forget stuff now. And they say really? that it's pregnancy brain. I've heard of that. Pregnancy brain. Like basic words. When I have a conversation, I was like, you know what I mean? I just get kind of lazy in the conversation. <laughs> I was like, you know that thing that you get food at? You know what I mean? <laughs> like grocery store. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. I know. I I get that way when I'm tired. I forget people's names. That's what it ends up and then I'm just I'm ending up playing like it feels like I'm playing suddenly a game show where I'm like, "Okay, he was he was in a film with Kevin Bacon." Yeah. And just go. Just guess. Just guess. I can remember all the other things but I can't remember. Yeah, I've had that in a group hang. I hate to make the, admit this but one time with Neil Stasny. Neil. I was at a birthday party. It's a comic. Moved back to New Orleans. I and I've known him for years, but only he's a friend that you see once a year. Yes. At another yeah. group hang that's mm-hmm. outside your circle. Mm-hmm. And I always have a delightful time. But there was one time we were hanging, this was like a few years ago, and we're playing a game, and in the middle of the game, I'm like this in my head. What the fuck is his name? Oh my God. And I've known him for years. <laughs> I've seen him. I it was yeah. so embarrassing to me that I yeah. couldn't remember his name and it came to me but it's just like I've had moments like that I've had a lot of that post pandemic yes. not seeing people for a long time and, and then being like oh, well hello David they're like Hi. this is Chuck I did that with Turner Sparks I called him Tucker Tucker Recently, oh my god I was so close to it but he didn't correct me and then I realized when immediately somebody was like hey Turner are you going up soon and I was like this Turner Turner and then after that I was like you got to fit his name in a conversation yes yes ASAP. yes ASAP I have called people the name of a different person that looks slightly similar to them that's that's that is the worst one because you know that they know the other person and it's like oh but I will say that people think that I am other people too actually it happened to Caitlin Reese Caitlin Reese lady friend and comic she was in the green room and she and I was on stage and she looks similar to me and only in that she has long brown hair. She's white and she has glasses. Yes. And, but now I have short hair. So I've set myself We're apart. Different. Yes. Um, but somebody came into the green room and she said, um, he was like, she told me this later. She, he was like, oh, well, we've met. She was like, no, no, we haven't. And he was like, no, we have. And she was like, we haven't. Mm. And also her name is Caitlin too. So she yeah, was like, oh, it's close. Caitlin. You know, he was like, yeah. oh, we've met. And then she was like, oh, do you think I'm Katie Hannigan? And she points to the TV and it's me on stage. And he was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Thank God you're How on funny. stage. Thank God it was right there. Yeah. Thank God we both weren't in there. He would have freaked out. <laughs> There's two of you. Yes, I've done that with, with there used to be a comic named Danny Solomon. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember him. And then there's uh, not Danny Solomon. Who's the other Solomon? He's from Texas with mustache that is at the cellar a lot. And I've always run into him at the. From Texas with a mustache. Now we're playing the game ourselves. We're like, who is it? Okay, we're moving on, moving on. Moving on, moving on. What other other third trimester stuff? I mean, there's the Googling. The Googling, it feels like that's a symptom. Oh, yeah. You Google all the time. That's not. 
thought I had I had written some down. Um, you do Google. It's really weird. The whole time you're pregnant, you're like, is this normal? Is this normal? And all the time they're like, yeah, pretty much normal. You get light cramping, which I thought maybe was miscarriage happening. And they're like, no, he's just growing. I feel like wow. it makes me think uh, it's like when you get your braces tightened and you get, then you're like, okay, now I'm used to my, I'm used to it. Yeah. And then by the time you get used to it, it's time to tighten it again. Do you, can you feel him really moving around a lot now? All the time. Wow. I mainly like when I'm chit chatting or doing the podcast, I don't feel him. But when, if I'm listening, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not talking, like, yeah, he will move around. Um, and then when I'm just laying on the couch watching TV, he moves around so all the time. Funny. What is he doing in there? I don't know, What's but yesterday he never gives him a good face shot. Mm-hmm. He's hiding it until the birth. Oh, but he's always like this with his hands up right here. That's um, how you know he's going to be dramatic. I know. He's like this. Drama no, king. No photos. <laughs> um, I can tell we did a 3D. They did a 3D, which we haven't done that yet. And I feel like he might have Joe's nose. <gasps> Cute. Yeah. And then that's the other thing, too, with the technicians. Like you, some, some of them, I would say <laughs> people from the Eastern Bloc. Mm-hmm. Can we work on your bedside manner? Yes. In America? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know exactly. That's all you need to say. Eastern block. You're like, I think that woman was mean. It was like, no, she was from full of love. She was from um, the Balkan region. Okay. Yeah. And then we had sassy kind of like maybe like your true New Yorker yesterday that came in and was like, okay, here's the heart. That's the thigh bone. That's that. And then she's and then uh, she's like, can you move down? No. You got to move down. So it was very short and curt that I was like, oh, I think Joe's going to fight her. Oh, and yeah. then she turned it around. She was like, look at those cheeks. And then we're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. She's just like that New York personality. Just I think just nurses, too, because my mom was a ER nurse for years and years. I think like nurses kind of they put uh, they have to put like a strict boundary because so many people kind of overstep with them where they're yes. like, um, can you also do my nails? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Can, can I also get a prescription for Vicodin? It's like, no, this is an ultrasound, ma'am. Yeah, and I also think they're put in a weird position because I had that with like the first, like the first miscarriage. I knew something was up, mm-hmm. and the ultrasound, but I don't think they're the ones that are allowed to <gasps> d- deliver That's, that news. Oh and you're God. like, ah, I know what's happening. So I do feel like they have to keep a little bit guarded in there because they must know a lot, actually, from yeah. what they see from the day to day. Yeah. But they're not in the position of being like, your baby's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. Sorry. <laughs> See you later. Well, yeah, I know. It's like the bedside manner. That's the doctors. The one yeah. That's part of the reason they're making so much of that extra money, I'm sure, to like yeah. help counsel you when you find out terrible news. I would hate doing that that part for sure especially if you're the one that you're like i don't see anything in here and i don't know what to tell them yeah there's nothing you're like everything looks fine (laughs) let me be back in a second (laughs) anyone want any water (laughs) because that was like the first pregnancy that was like i had the hormone to show that i was pregnant but there was just like nothing there it just created the bubble wow yeah it was really so i'm not like of course i'm not I'm not sad and everything's working out fine, but it was just really fascinating. You're like, oh, just nothing in there. Interesting. Yeah. 
It was just so your like, body just pranking you. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> this was a false one. Aww. Yeah, which is normal. It's, it's normal. normal. I'm it's just normal. normalizing, and it's okay and, to be upset about it. Yes, and that's normal too. Yes. Oh well, I can't wait. So next month coming up, we're going to be backlogging um, for uh, next month in October. We're going to be backlogging some special episodes, and then after that, we will be on a break. Yeah, and. Um, we're doing the baby shower soon. Oh, yes. We will be doing the baby so shower. So I can't wait for personalities to come out. It's going to be a, a drama will abound at the baby shower, and I can't wait. Well, I just went to one that was basically a comic hang. Oh, really? That's pretty yeah. fun. And oh, then, yeah. Okay. And then this one, I was like, oh, I thought it was supposed to be just like the ladies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. To each his own. To each his own, yeah. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to Lady Journey. Please like, subscribe, and join our Patreon. Yeah, join our Patreon for hot, juicy news. For the juicy details behind the story of the (laughs) baby shower. Lady Journey. Lady Journey.